Hey, it's Sky Brothers here. View from the cheap seats this week. We have an unbelievable guest. Uh, he played for in the NFL, had over ten thousand six hundred yards rushing, and now he's got a great acting career. He's Thomas Q. Jones. Man, did you have fun on the show? Man, I had a blast on this show. Thank we you so much deep. for inviting me. Yeah, we got super deep, man. It was early in the morning out here in the West Coast. Man, Listen, y'all, got man, my, y'all got my brain working early, man. Talk so. Issues. I'm yeah. talking issues. I'm saying, look, we got so deep, we put her butt to sleep. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Welcome to the Mystic Party, the world's premier crypto psychology show. I'm your host, Southern California's leading psychic, Bria Grant. And I'm your other host, Zane Grant, professor of occult studies at University of Winchester. Winchester, England? Winchester, Massachusetts. Oh, is Winchester also in England? Yes. Who here has a geography degree? Raise your hand. Cool. Just saying. Just saying, Grant. Uh, Recently, I was doing research on... Uh, the John Cougar Mellencamp song, Pink mm-hmm. Houses. Oh, Pink Houses, sure. And I like, don't know that one. How's it go? It goes, there's a young man. There's a young man. Listen, with greasy hair, and he's listening to a rock and roll station. That's the way the song goes, or that's what's in the music video? No, that's part of the song. He's just describing different people. There's a black man with a black cat in a black house, in a black cat neighborhood. Or, cat or hat? Cat. Mm-hmm. In a black neighborhood. And there's an interstate ride going through his front yard. Oh. And then uh, there was another one that was kind of sad. And it's, so he has all these like, kind of like, oh, yeah, but ain't that America. And oh, the- I know the song you're thinking of. <laughs> yeah, oh, good. What is it called? Uh, ain't That America? It's called Pink Houses Okay. by John Cougar Mellencamp. Uh-huh. And so, that you know, John Kerry uh-huh. used it as his election song uh-huh and he lost yeah and i'm thinking it's because of that well i don't like it when it's they pr- when when they try to appropriate these rock and roll songs that are supposed to be about like uh yeah it's, i guess that's it like it's kind of shitty what did obama use born in the usa he used because people didn't think he was born in the usa <laughs> born in the usa <laughs> just to prove him wrong <laughs> well that was <laughs> yeah and born in the usa is about vietnam I, right? I don't know. I trust you. Yeah, oh, we're getting a yes. We're getting a nod. Well, I and, believe you. But they do use it for politicking. Mm. Well, I don't know what that has to do with uh, your research in the paranormal world, John Cougar Mountain. Oh, oh. Well, those songs have been enchanted so that people are accept them as patriotic. Oh, oh. Even though they're not patriotic, they're no God Bless America. That's not God Bless America, which is actually a song about. Uh, it's sarcastic, and it's it. It was a British folk song, and they were just making fun of us. Is it true? No. Oh. <laughs> hey, we have a guest here in the studio today. Um, you know, sometimes we like to do a little cross promotion with things that we support, believe in, like we really feel are important to our community, and like what our listeners may be interested in getting, uh, going to being a part of. Um. So, um, Zed, do you spell that with a Z or an X? Uh, I, I, I've been doing it with a Z, but let's start with an X, okay, right? Okay, I'll change it. Zed, <laughs> yeah. uh, you're here, uh, 
uh, to talk about your tour tour guide. Yeah, tour I'm groups. Zed Gnarly from Zed Gnarly Gna- Galactic Tours, man. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. We've been doing tours of the galaxy, mm-hmm. uh, and it's been going really great, you know? Oh. And I'm just coming out here. We want to get more people out to the tours uh, so we can show off the galaxy. So, you know, it's a new enterprise. People want to do it. People think that these tours are too expensive. How can I afford to go into space? And actually, it's it's relatively affordable uh, that we do at uh, the uh, gnarly galactic tours. You're, you're no SpaceX. You're 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 the you're the poor man's galactic tours. Yeah, we're like rip the top of a van off and fly through outer space. Sure, that's a great way tours. to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John absolutely. Kruger Mellencamp style. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes we listen to John Kruger Mellencamp. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, you yeah, yeah. That, is that that's what plays on the in the the. The van with the top ripped off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Space. As we fly, fly through just, space, d- it's just ain't that America. I hear, yeah. I hear you have a specialty tour where it's uh, there's a black man who goes with you, and a teenager with greasy hair who likes rock and roll music, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and a black cat, mm-hmm. and they all go with you, and it's like it really is like that mm-hmm. song. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Ain't that America? Yeah, ain't yeah. that America? Ain't it? Ain't it? Mm-hmm. Well. Go ahead. Oh, I was wondering. So, Zed, you run these tours yourself. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's your company. Absolutely. And now do you have a fleet of buses or it's just this one? Well, we got three buses at the moment. Oh, great. You know, sometimes you got you got to have one, you know, when the when the, the booster rockets sure. go out of commission, you got to have one as a backup. And also, you know, it's summer season. Let's be honest. Summer gets a little bit busier. Yeah. People like, we're on vacation. I want to go see Mars. I want to mm-hmm. see Venus. Let me see Jupiter. Mm-hmm. All right. Load them on in. If we can, if we got the, if we got the bus space for you, we load you on in and yeah. we take in, we show you the galaxy. Uh-huh. And that's the way it works. I go, I want to see Jupiter, and you just take me right there, or it's a, it's a pre-planned tour? Well, it's a pre-planned tour because, sure. you know, we got 20 seats, so we sort of spread it sure. out. We get people from all over, so we sort of have a set standard tour. You know, mm-hmm. we start right here. We actually take off. A lot of people want to see the stars, so we start in Hollywood, home of the actual stars. Oh, that's yeah. funny. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very clever. Uh-huh. Very clever. <laughs> so we start, actually, at Hollywood and Highland. Great, the wonderful The main place. intersection, you that's, know, right behind the- pickup spot. The pickup spot. Well, you meet there, and then we go through uh, the gr- old Grauman's Chinese Theater, now the TCL Theater. I don't even know what TCL Me stands neither. for. No, no, Who no. Cares? Yeah, corporations, right, guys? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we go in through there. There's actually some secret entrances and corridors where we go through, uh, and we go to the back, and we go behind the screen, and that leads us to our launch pad with uh-huh. our uh, shuttles that take us up into outer space. You know, there. I have been to that theater so many times, and I didn't even know that was back there. I had no idea. I didn't know you could take. Yeah, off a lot of people don't know a lot. There. There's a lot of crooks and crannies to Hollywood. A lot of yeah. secrets that are here. We've tried to expose some of those secrets. That's good. Um, yeah, I, I like that you guys take that stance. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. Anti Hollywood, pro space. Yes, exactly. Um. Well, we want to. We're going to get back to you, Zed. We're very interested in um. You know, just talking about your tour. I'm yeah. sure a lot of people have questions. Mm-hmm. You know. About the cost, the length of the trip, things mm-hmm. along those lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but first, we like to talk about um, this week's paranormal news stories. So if we could get Sid's Kids the News Girl. No. <laughs> Sid's Kids Sid- the News Girl. Sydney News It's woman. News Gal Sid. Oh, All right. News, news Gal, Gal Sid. Sid. Yeah. I'm here. All right. Thanks, Sid. Can we hear this week's news stories? I'm on it. Exes explain ghosting. Ghosting. It was not long ago that Sean Penn and Charlize Theron were a happy couple, appearing together in the front row of fashion shows and at film festivals, hugging on the beach. 
Recently, though, it was reported that Miss Theron had stopped responding to Mr. Penn's calls and text messages. She was ghosting him. Mm. What's ghosting? Ghost, a word more commonly associated with Casper, the boy who saw dead people, and a 1990 movie starring Demi Moore and Patrick Swayze, has also come to be used as a verb that refers to ending a romantic relationship by cutting off all contact and ignoring the former partner's attempt to reach out. Who's doing it? The term has already entered the polling lexicon. In October 2014, a YouGov Huffington Post poll of 1,000 adults showed that 11% of Americans have ghosted someone. <laughs> Victims of ghosting speak. Justin Bilo, 26, an independent account manager in publishing, has felt what this is like firsthand. She once invited a man she had been dating casually for about eight months to a wedding. As the day approached, he stopped responding to Miss Bilo's text messages, and she ended up attending the wedding alone. A few weeks ago, she found out that he had been dating another woman at the time. <laughs> but wait, let the ghosts explain themselves. Many of those who have ghosted are contrite, citing their own fear, insecurity, and immaturity. Aww. Jenny Mullen, 36, an actress, avid Twitter user, and the author of I Like You Just The Way I Am, a collection of essays, had been dating a man for three months when she told him her grandmother died and froze him out of her life. Her grandmother had died months earlier. He came to my house one night banging on my door, and I pretended I wasn't there, Miss Mullen said. I didn't know how else to extricate from relationships. It was me being young and not knowing how to disappoint. She theorized that people who fade away do so out of a desperate need to be loved, even after a breakup. She's, she was young? Or she was 36? She was young when this happened. Oh. Okay. That's the only point of clarification. Listen, I, need. I have a couple of th thoughts on this. One, maybe you shouldn't invite that man that you haven't been dating that long to a wedding. Why? Just a little tidbit of information. Why? Because men are scared of weddings, obviously. So scared. All right, maybe not. Um, I just hate, I hate no, weddings. No, even I'm scared of weddings. I'm kind of scared of weddings. Um, it's just a party, guys. Let's party on. <laughs> no, there's a lot expected from you. You take a lot of photos. They're in people's photo books for, like, ever. That's true. But it is kind of good going to a wedding as an unexpected guest where you don't know anybody. Uh -huh. All the responsibility is off of you. You don't even really have to talk to people. That's True, but do you not have to talk to people? You'd be a good guest would probably talk to people. An right? unexpected guest is not required to talk to people. <laughs> right, you like go do a dance on the dance floor alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's me. That's me. Said <laughs> right. yeah. you sound fun at weddings. Oh, I can be. I can be a, a ball of ruckus. Uh -huh. I can be. I can be the guy you don't want to know at a wedding, sure. or I can be the guy you want to be hanging out at a wedding. Sure, after, sure. You know? I totally believe yeah. that. Um, well. But let's get down to the real. Ghosting. So this is in. Uh, this was in the New York Times. Oh, good. Um, seemed pretty jokey for the New York Times. It did seem pretty jokey for the New York Times. It feels real to me. It, <laughs> <laughs> and um, let's talk about real ghosting for a second, mm -hmm. and how offensive this must be to actual ghosts. Yeah. Like if you are a ghost, and let's say you're haunting someone, you're walking around, you're living as uh, you know. A, a transparent being who most of the time people can't see you, but if they do, you're kind of transparent and weird and like kind of opaque and like you mm -hmm. have a scary look on your face. Very like offensive. it would be really offensive if all people used it in such a casual way. Oh, go! I just quit talking to him. 
and you're going to call that ghosting? Uh, you didn't die in a horrible bridge fire, and now have to spend the rest of your life haunting cars as they sit on that bridge in traffic. Yeah, not to mention how confusing it must be for psychiatrists. Mm-hmm. It's like, there are people getting committed to mental institutions, mm-hmm. and they're like, I, they're trying to explain, I was being ghosting, ghosted. <laughs> and, and then they're like, what? You Ghosts aren't real. No, I mean, my boyfriend isn't talking to me anymore for three months. Maybe you should just move on. Just move on from that. Don't worry about... I think we just call that not... Isn't that just called breaking up? Or not calling back? That's kind of... that Right? Yeah. That's he sort just of... didn't call me back. I have yeah. a primary example. I was dating a woman, mm-hmm. and I was going through a a tough time with my father's health and so i had to move back to texas right and then this woman and we broke up because it wasn't working out anyway but this woman wouldn't accept that we'd broken up and she kept hounding me and so then i just stopped talking to well no then i told her like i don't think we should talk for a while so you did not ghost her is what you're saying oh you just do it without telling them you're not gonna talk to them anymore Your example was not real. And your example was just a long story about how you were dating this girl that was really into you. Yeah, that was Uh, what your example was. Are you just trying to tell us that girls are into you sometimes? No, I have no interest in saying that. That's what you just said. (laughs) That's all you, your story is just like, this girl loved me. I thought that it was And then I tried to break up with her and she just wouldn't accept it. fast forward to six months later, (laughs) I got an email and she was like, I thought you said after a while we could be friends. And I was like, yeah, look, this is what happened. And then she was like, fuck you, bring me back my box fan and my blanket and leave them on my porch. Was she wow. really attached to that box fan and a blanket? I wanted to know. Get that shit at Target uh, for like 10 bucks. Yeah, 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 no kidding. And plus, like, are you hot or are you cold? Do you uh, need a box point. fan That's or do you really need a blanket? Point. That's a good point. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which Talk about mixed messages. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hot and cold. Hot and... Hot and cold. Anyway, I'm sorry I misunderstood that it's just stopping talking to someone completely and cutting them out of your life. Yeah. And then wondering why they're knocking on your door? Yeah. Because they're worried that you died. Yeah, probably worried that you died. And maybe you did, and then you'd be real ghosting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to the next story. Okay. Mystery as 600 dogs jump from haunted suicide bridge, leaving at least 50 dead. Oh, no. At least 50 dead. good do- odds, can I just say? Oh, yeah. If 600 jumped and fi- only 50 died, okay, go ahead, sorry. That's not weird. At least 50 dogs have leapt to their deaths from a 50-foot suicide bridge, and nobody knows why. Animal psychologists are baffled by the bizarre phenomenon that has seen up to 600 dogs jump off the bridge for no apparent reason. Explanations range from the curious canines being overexcited to ghosts haunting the century-old bridge next to Gothic Castle Overton House. Some locals in West Dunbartonshire, Scotland, even claim it could be the spirit of the White Lady of Overton, who has been sighted there for over a hundred years. A sign now warns dog owners of the dangerous bridge, reading, Please keep your dogs on a lead. The tragic pets mostly jump from the same side, in clear weather, and are breeds with long snouts. (laughs) Look, we know this bitch. The tragic lady of... White Lady of Overton. The White Lady yes. Tragic of Overton. We know her, and she fucking hates dogs. Why? She's, she's a cat lady. Oh. She's, she's a like, cat you know lady. when you're like, some people are cat people and some are dog people? Yeah. Yeah, she's like a cat person. 
Um, so she's just like not into dogs, particularly obviously long snouted ones. Yeah. I you mentioned earlier you thought that was good odds. Fifty out of six hundred. Live died. Died. Let me ask you something. Okay. If I told you you could do this thing mm-hmm. and you have a twelve percent chance of dying, uh-huh. would you do it? It was something you really thought would be fun. Well no. You can go into this ball pit, but you have twelve percent <laughs> chance of dying. What is in the ball pit that it has a twelve percent chance of there's dying? One, it's a giant ball pit. It's really it's so big you might not encounter it, but there's a copperhead at the bottom and it's probably gonna bite you if you come near it. A whole nest of them actually. A nest of copperheads <laughs> at the bottom, I'm not getting in there. I do believe wasn't an urban myth that those ball pits were supposed to have like needles at the bottom. Oh of yeah, them. like like yeah. drug needles. Yeah, yeah drug needles. I, for some AIDS reason, drug needles were really yeah. big in the nineties. Like yeah. they were they were in yeah. movie seats. Apparently, the only thing you could do drugs with were needles. Needles. Needle, and people needle drugs. left drugs on the tips of their needles. Yeah, so they were like, I'm a drug addict, but I don't I don't need this. I'm I'm just gonna leave this. In this <laughs> and they movie left all seat. of their AIDS all over it. And then yeah. if you touched it, you oh, suddenly had Oh, that's what AIDS. it was. Yeah, it, was it wasn't that it was a syringe full of AIDS. It was that it was a. <laughs> it was infected by AIDS. It was, it was and a it drug might have user drugs who in had it. AIDS. I think if you se- you touched it, you also got drugs. Like not just AIDS, you got drugs. Right. Well, I think the f- yeah the fear was this will poke me and now I will have. AIDS. AIDS. But not drugs? You weren't worried like suddenly you'd be addicted to heroin? No. I don't think that was the... I think the fear was somebody used this for drugs. They Mm -hmm. had AIDS and now they've planted it in a movie seat or in a ball pit and then you would poke (laughs) yourself and not get high but get AIDS. I I see. I see. It's not even going to be fun. That was back when you could get AIDS from toilet seats. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. In the 90s they also had um, cartoons. There were themes of action cartoons like G.I. Joe and one called Cops, which stood for something about bionics, um, where if you just touched... Oh, yeah, the drugs? If you touched the drugs, your body would just absorb yeah, them? Yeah, I, I remember this distinctly, and I was really scared of it. Like, And I remember they found some, and one guy like fell into an entire thing that of those drugs. That was on the cops. And like, it was like into like a C giant trash can full okay. of drugs. Yeah. Was this a cartoon? Or yeah, like a it was a okay. cartoon. It didn't really happen. Yeah, and it was really it was so sad. It was these bionic cops. Cops stood for something. C stood for cops. Don't know. Uh, of police. I don't know. But substance. when Zane just told that story about the copperheads, that's a real story that happened in East Texas. What? Yeah, they had to close down a ball pit in the McDonald's because they found a copperhead in it. Really? Wow. Yeah, think about how great a ball pit is for snakes. Like they're like, oh, oh sure. okay. it's full of full of warm balls and like yeah, things I can bite. Yeah, but they don't they don't have anything to eat in there. And who put it yeah, in there? Yeah, there are like bugs in there. No, snakes just snakes don't eat bugs. How to get into a McDonald's? Well, the ball pit's outside. Oh, a ball pit sometimes inside the McDonald's. Well, in Syracuse, where I, I would say the majority of them are inside, with the exception of outside ball pits. (laughs) Yeah, I remember inside ball pits are inside. Yes, yes, they are. When I moved to DC, people were like, because in Texas, all the entrances for the apartments outside like a motel yeah but when i moved to dc people came and they were like wow your apartment building is like seinfeld's the doors are on the inside <laughs> yeah that the was building. confusing when you moved to dc and i saw that it yeah. was it does i always describe those as seinfeld buildings yeah okay next new story okay this one's real gross disgusting footage shows moment doctors remove five foot long hairball from teen's stomach 
Doctors in India were baffled to discover a five feet long hairball in a 15 year old girl's stomach after she had become addicted to eating hair. Kavita Kumari had been swallowing single strands of hair for the last year. The teenager's addiction was so severe that she would not just eat her own hair, but also pick up other people's hair strands she would find lying around. She even plucked hair out of her classmates at school and eat it. Her addiction meant she had lost interest in eating food and would vomit each time she was force-fed. She would often complain of severe abdominal pain and weakness. Her parents took her to many doctors when Kavita's stomach started protruding abnormally. However, they were sent away with medicines that would subside the pain and swelling for some time. When Kavita's condi condition deteriorated, her father, Bashan Ram, 34, a farmer, brought her to Siddharth Multi-Specialty Hospital and Research Center in Uttar Pradesh. After examining her, doctors found a large, firm mass in her abdomen. A CT scan further revealed Kavita had five foot long hairball had a five foot long hairball in her stomach. It also showed a large lesion in her stomach and small bowel. Doctors discovered she had Rapunzel syndrome, a rare condition in which a hairball is found in the stomach and mostly affects young women. Adorable name, terrible disease. Terrible addiction. Terrible addiction to eating hair. Yeah, this video's so gross, but I might post it on the Facebook. There's a video. Page. Yeah, of them taking this hairball out. There's a whole video, and it's five feet long. Did they have to surgically, like, open? I think you yeah. said surgically. Yeah, they had to take it out surgically. Like, with, like they cut her open? Yeah. Oh, wow. Because it's, like, stuck in there. You can't just, you can't digest hair? Uh, No. Like, you don't break it down in your stomach, no. You gotta stop eating those pelts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just sitting around, cutting up pelts, covering them in ketchup. <laughs> Talk grip. about affordable dining. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, another beaver pelt and a cup of gravy, please. I, I like that like, she's so weak, and it's like, yeah, because there's not nutrients yeah. in hair. She wasn't eating anything else. And she's only eating her hair and then also other people's hair that she would just pick out of their heads when they weren't paying attention. I don't like that. You don't like that? <laughs> you do? That's kind of awesome. <laughs> I mean, if... You know, you have such a bad addiction, like you're done with your own, you just start eating other people's. I don't know. It takes a lot of balls to be like the girl who goes like, well, fuck you, I'm going to eat your well, hair. I mean, I mean, That's a really scary, scary demon villain for like a movie. Like she just eats hair. She yeah. comes and eats all your hair while you're sleeping. We've discussed a peanut butter conspiracy on this show quite a few times. What? That's this children's movie about, no, the peanut butter solution. Oh, yeah. It's a children's movie about this kid who gets so scared by a ghost that all his hair falls out. Yeah. And then another ghost comes and gives him a formula made out of peanut butter that'll help his hair grow. And then it grows so fast and so well that this guy kidnaps him to get his hair for wigs. <laughs> I don't remember discussing this. But, um, yeah. 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 Well, look. We all like to eat everybody's hair. No, we don't. Yeah. You don't like to eat everyone's hair. But I think this should just be a lesson to everyone. If you're like, see me and you're like, I wish I could eat her hair, just don't do it. Yeah. And and also, there's so much hair everywhere, just like on the ground. It, you think uh, people should eat that? Barber shops. Oh. Go to a barber shop. Oh, what, but that's such, like, if you have this addiction, like, that is a horrible place for you to be. But if you, unless you're like feeding your addiction. I encourage people to feed their addiction. All right. That's good. Yeah, Zane's always like, when someone's like, I'm an AA, Zane's like, here, have some booze. I'm like. 
They're like, someone's like, I'm a recovering heroin addict. He's like, have you seen the ball pit at McDonald's? <laughs> I have this heroin needle, but it has AIDS in it. And it's at the bottom of a ball pit, so you have to find it. It's like a literal needle in a haystack. It's like, I, I'm kind of like that guy from Saw. Yeah. I just love just torturing the hell out of people through uh, coercion. Yeah. Coercion Making people choice. make hard decisions. You can um, you know, drop this baby off this bridge, or I'm going to kill your family. Mm-hmm. Is that in Saw? No, I'm just trying to come up with like coercive choices. Is someone like you're gonna die, or you cut off your arm, or something? Yeah, it's it all goes back to Aristotle's ethics. Okay. Uh, in chapter three of the Ethics, mm-hmm. he has a long discussion of if there's a tyrant, and he says, "Go into this ball pit with a needle in it, mm-hmm. or eat this ball of hair." Uh huh. And you have to choose. Neither choice is good. Well, Both are harmful. Uh-huh, but the ball pit's only twelve percent chance, right? That right. you're gonna hit it. Yeah, twelve. I think I'm going that one. Okay. Zed. Oh, ball pit all the way. <laughs> okay. Man, yeah. we're all going ball pit. No one is gonna eat the ball of hair. All right. The ball of hair might. Oh, well, I feel like we all learned it. something about each other today. Something really important. Hey, Sid, thanks for uh, coming by with your news stories. Oh, thanks. Oh, thanks absolutely. for enlightening us. Well, Zed. So, um. Let's talk a little bit more about your about your tour your your tour. So yeah, you've been yeah. doing it a little while. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, it's this is the thing about the tour company. It's a ground up tour company. Yeah. You could do SpaceX, all right? Yeah. You know, Starline tours. They're mm. trying to put their own intergalactic tour together. You can do oh, that. Yeah. But we're I you know, I used to travel the thing is People always say, do what you love to do. Mm-hmm. You know, my thing is, I love to travel space. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that was the thing. I was like, I want to show other people my love for this galaxy. Mm-hmm. You know? For so, the Milky Way specifically. That's For Milky Way. And honestly, it's just our universe. You know? Yeah. It's just, I don't really go outside of our solar system. It can get a little dangerous once you get out there. Yeah. And frankly, these are people on vacation. They don't want to risk those types of things and elements. You know? Right. Every sure. now and then we do, once a year we have a retreat of the, the craziest stars. Uh, space travelers who come and we will take them out of our own universe outside of the solar system mm-hmm. uh, but that you know those aren't cheap I'll be honest those are like that's not a cheap thing but I like to do it because it's fun you sure. know and yeah. that's why you're in this business really yeah absolutely but we're you know we're I'm a it's a small business you know and I decided I'd start this business something that I like to do that's you so, know that's, that's so good. great that's you know that's you never work a day in your life if you're doing what you love yeah you yeah. know what I say tell me uh work to live live to work is that the right saying <laughs> no I, I, I know that's that not the right you don't saying. like it wait wait no wait Work to live. Work to live. Live, live to live. work. Oh, maybe work. that's good. Maybe that is good. Oh, you know what? Here's. I think this is the saying I was looking for, okay. actually. This is what I like to say. Work. Love the life you live. Oh. Yeah, there we go. That's it doesn't have work in it. But, uh, it doesn't, but yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. you do love the life you live. Yeah, absolutely. Now, let me. I have a few interests as far as space goes. Mm-hmm. Um I've always wanted to see those rings around Saturn. Is mm-hmm. that around? Is that on your tour? Mm, would it be a, a tour of space if we didn't? I don't know. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Everybody wants to see the rings of Saturn. Sure. You know, like that's that's the big point. All right. Because yeah. I got to be honest, everybody kind of gets excited to see Mars, but they're actually pretty disappointed once we sort of get into the. It's real, the, it's real hot. It's hot, and honestly, it's just like it's just like 
nothing. It's like a big desert, basically. Mm-hmm. And it's not uh, like Warlord of Mars. It's not like Princess of Mars. Mm-mm. Right? No. It's not. No. John and it's it, it's literally there. our first stop. You know, it's the uh, first place we go after we leave Earth because we go that direction. You know, yeah. it's the first planet. And uh, people are generally disappointed. You know, yeah. it's just like, oh, we're in space. Everything's gonna be awesome. And you got to put everything in perspective. All yeah. Right? Um, you know, there's elements of going to the Grand Canyon that aren't super neat. Too, no, you, you know, know, you go to the Grand Canyon, you go. That's what I thought the Grand Canyon would look like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, absolutely. I feel like Mars is the same way. I've seen enough photos to where I'm like, I sort of know what it looks yeah, like. Yeah. If if I was there, absolutely. And then you get to the rings of Saturn, and people are like, "This is why I did this." Mm. This, you know. When I wasn't, a lot of people are like, ah, we didn't know where we were going to go for vacation this year and what we wanted to do, but this made our vacation. I go, that's what makes me love my job. Yeah. It's like like England and Spain. You know, you get to England and you expect it to be, oh, all, all these medieval people walking around. King Arthur's court and all this, and then it's just kind of like, oh, this is just like the United States, but yeah. they have their accents are a little different and but if, much ruder and, and much ruder, <laughs> extremely it's rude. Like New Yorkers times hundred. Yeah, and then you go to Bar- Barcelona, as I like to say, and 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 in in Barcelona, they you have no idea what it's gonna be like because we don't think about it. We're like, is no. it gonna be like Mexico? No, no it's not. It's, it's not different. like Mexico. It's something else. It's like, think about Ethiopia. What do you picture in your mind? Uh, like one of those videos that uh, they ask you to donate money. It's not like that at okay. all. Yeah. You have okay. no idea. It's like like huts and stuff. Nope. Elephants. No. There's no. Okay. Yeah. You have no idea. What is it like? Oh. Well, first of all, the women are very tall. Mm. They all have great teeth. Yeah. There. Because of the dentistry. Oh. And big also, industry. Yeah, it's their biggest industry. Mm-hmm. And did you know it was the only country to f- to fight off uh, colonialism in uh, Africa? No. Mm-mm. Yeah, they were never colonized. Wow. Yeah. Did they fight them off or did nobody try? <laughs> no, they Good fought them off. Okay, cool. Off. That's awesome. Yeah. I didn't um, that's, so- why, that's why the, the, in uh, Rastafarianism, Haile Selassie mm. is considered a god. Oh. Because he was responsible for fighting off the Europeans. Wow, you should have your own <laughs> tour company of Ethiopia. I learned so much. There's things that here's the one, you know, I know so much about the universe. I show people the galaxy all mm-hmm. the time, and yet there's things I don't even know about my own planet. Yeah. Yeah. You Can't. know that is true. You don't the things it's why people encourage you to go on staycations sometimes. Yes. A little staycation. Yeah, to yeah, encourage yeah. you to go, "Hey, guess what? I've never seen the Hollywood sign." Right. So, but you know, the thing about a staycation is it's like you never quite leave. Yeah. You know, like there's yeah. always there's always something in town you could go to. Mm. There's always, oh, my mail is still coming. Yeah. You know, it's mm. just very difficult. And then it's like, I know some people are like, yeah, we'll go pay and stay in a hotel like in downtown mm. or somewhere else. And it's like, that seems stupid to me. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I'm, if I'm going to pay money, I'm going to go someplace else. <laughs> yeah. You know, the thing, the real key with the staycation is putting your mail on hold. Mm-hmm. And you just you don't get mail at home, so you don't have to even think about it. Mm-hmm. Also, I say with email and all that stuff, uh, just throw your phone away. Yeah, just throw you it know? right out in the trash can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right in the trash. Can. Yeah, you can pull it out afterwards, <laughs> but just let it go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the thing about a staycation is you just never quite leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to quote you on that. That's, That's a, a yeah. good phrase. That would be a good tour company. Um, so, Dad, I have a couple more questions <laughs> yeah. about the tour, and then uh, we're going to take some calls because people are really interested in this Lines tour. are blowing mm-hmm. up. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, 
Well, first of all, obviously, my biggest question is, and I'm sure you get this a lot. Mm-hmm. Do you see aliens? Do you see aliens? Yeah. Uh, here's the thing. Everybody wants. I get that. Like I would you said, love it. Everybody gets that question. And people do love it. On occasion, we do see an alien. Yeah. But it's not very often. Oh, you know, okay. it's like when you do do a Hollywood tour, how yeah. often do you see a celebrity? Oh, never. I, I see never. I never. Say. But sometimes I do know people who've seen some celebrities on tours. It's just most a rare thing. It's rare. And like aliens, most of them aren't real. You got to right. stand really still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And we're, you know, we're we're jamming tunes. You know, we're telling facts. We're going mm. through it. So we're a little loud. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I have to point out, I just. Kiki yesterday was standing in line for a smoothie, Mm -hmm. and she turned around, and who's behind her but Laura Palmer. Wow. From Twin Peaks. I'm familiar. Wow. I'm glad you said where she was from, because I was like, I don't know who this person (laughs) is. But you were going to pretend like you did? Well, I didn't know. I was going to see, maybe I can just ride this out long Uh enough, and I won't have to even admit it. Yeah. I'm not trying to sidetrack the show, guys. Mm. Well, you did. Um, uh. And okay, Zed, my last question for you is they may have but my last question is what is your favorite part of the tour? Oh, what, that... what what planet, what little star or what or I don't know. What what is your favorite part? Oh, that is a really, really good question. You know, to be honest with you, and I know this is gonna sound generic, but I love Earth. We forget that Earth is part of it, and it is so diverse. And like I said, I don't even know everything about this planet, but Uh we get pretty close into the atmosphere, so you can see all the continents, you Mm -hmm. know? And that's something you don't see at any other place. And I always imagine being those astronauts on the moon when we first landed on the moon, and they look back, and they could see earth for the first time so for me i honest it's more like looking back and seeing how far we've gone and you know it's that whole thing of the pale the pale blue dot you know carl sagan where it's like that's that thing way over there and all of our problems disappear i think i can i love using earth as a focal point Uh to also bring lessons into the tour oh i didn't know there were lessons i try you know it's about like you know look at how peaceful things are we you know Mm. earth is this small little thing in this big universe that we're at now let's go back when we land at Grauman's Chinese Theater. <laughs> let's start to solve the problems right here. And one of the most touching stories was I did that, and a guy went directly out, and he talked to a man who was dressed up like Jack Sparrow. Sure, yeah. Uh, um, Johnny Depp from Pirates of the okay, Caribbean. So him, yeah. And he said, I will hire you right now. And he gave him a job. He gave him a job, what? yeah. What kind of job was it? A landscaping yeah, job. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, landscaping. Yeah. So. And can you see the great... Chinese theater from space? Uh, no. But I mean, we leave there, so you see it, you know, as we're taking off. You do see it, but uh, it's not it's not quite as grand as the Great Wall, which you do see. Oh, the Great oh, Wall is sure, China. Yeah, you oh, you can, can see, see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Um, I just love that you're the Aesop of uh, intergalactic tours. Aesop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Aesop. Aesop. From well, either word, however you pronounce it, I still don't exactly know what the definition is. Uh, so, but uh, from the fable, a uh, fable fame, Aesop's fables. Okay, you know I what gotcha. I mean. Wait, yeah. is it giving truths? Yeah. About life from space. Yeah. Okay. He's the Aesop of space. What was the truth? You know that, or that is all your problems melt away. Oh sure. right. I, I I think of myself also as a, an ambassador. Oh, an ambassador of yeah 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 space. Yeah yeah, because okay. you know. I'm, I want people to explore, and the way I sort of look at it is, you know, we're I'm a people manager. We're not there to go interrupt space and cause problems. We're not managing space no. or anything like that. We're just there to observe. 
I'm there to manage the people and make sure they can observe and come back to Earth in a safe manner. Sure. You know. How long are each of your tours? Uh, about 12 hours. 12 hours. Yeah, That's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds fun. Yeah. We got some good booster rockets. It sounds like A it. lot of people are like, is this going to take me three years? Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, if you broke it down scientifically, you're like, how do you do the entire sure, galaxy? That's a big question. You know, the whole solar system in, you know, 12 hours. 12 it doesn't mathematically make any sense. <laughs> uh, whether you use math or magic. That's yeah. where that phrase yeah. comes from right. but it doesn't make sense on a lot of lovers but we do do it in 12 hours you yeah. know we don't want people to be away you know mm -hmm. for they, too they long get tired they and get then tired you put them up in a place to sleep and... yeah and there's no hotels out on uh, oh. neptune or really anything like that. yeah no 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 hotels at all not yet uh i don't want to uh, how much can i actually say about this uh we're in talks oh great, uh, great you know great. you gotta expand the business right yeah but right now there's none okay and that's the most i can say well, I feel like we should take a call or two. Um, uh, oh, can I get a line uh, two? Uh, Sydney, what was it? New Sydney? New <laughs> Sydney. Can we get a line two? Uh, hello, caller. Hi. Hi, caller. Hi, I have a question for Mr. Gnarly. Mr. Sure. Mr. Gnarly, sure. Um, do you ever encounter any black holes when you're out in space, or have you ever had a disaster happen, like Apollo 13 style? Uh, that Those are great questions. I'll address that. Number one, I have not had a black hole, thank goodness. And like I said, most of the time, we don't actually go outside of the solar system of the planets. Otherwise, if there was a black hole, I think we'd all get sucked up into it. Yeah. Uh, don't you think? Yeah. Uh, so luckily, we've never had any uh, black holes. But uh, one time, uh, we did have the uh, air conditioning uh, break out on the... Uh, uh, on the on the shuttle. Oh, it and broke down and it got real hot. Yeah, and it's when we were in uh, Venus, which oh. is not the place you want to be when your AC goes oh, down because yeah. it's close. It's it's the, it's the second rock to the sun. Am I right? Yeah. Uh, so that's about the most severe thing we've ever had happen. Um, yeah. And you returned all their money. Um, no, we just. Uh, just you it play it off. You know, these things are expensive. If you give somebody's money back, like this is a big punch into the budget and like uh, yeah. <laughs> getting down to weird legal problems here <laughs> yeah sorry yeah yeah. Mm. yeah but caller yeah no need to worry about black holes that's mm. that's the stuff of science fiction really like when you think about it that's that stuff is stuff we're never gonna see and who knows it is it, it is a concern but okay. for the most part uh we're good yeah we're good yeah uh i have a question do you ever listen to that Soundgarden song, Black Hole Sun, oh. Ooh. while you're traveling? Well, I have to say, uh, I'm actually pretty uh, proud about this. I mean, not only do we give good tours, but we do play music. Because, you know, there's downtime yeah. in between planets. We talk about some stuff of the solar system. So I do have a playlist, which includes Black Hole Sun uh, by Soundgarden. Uh, and it's a whole playlist. You can actually mm -hmm. look up uh, Gnarly's Galactic Tours on Spotify. And you'll oh. be able to, yeah, so you can actually check it out. Oh, yeah. so it's like. It's like life on Mars. Yeah, coming up to Mars. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's great. That's a good one. Yeah, any Venus. good space song. What God, one? Venus, goddess of love that you are. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Yeah, those are great ones. Um, <laughs> probably a lot of repeat though. Twelve hours. Yeah, but sometimes I throw in just general good tunes. You know, mm -hmm. there's Beach Boys on there. You know, everybody loves Beach Boys are pretty satisfying. Yeah, not you not know? thematic, but just yeah, 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 just not for fun. Thematic. Just stuff that's just for fun. Just for fun. Just for yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, great. So, yeah. Wait, in the caller, I'm sorry. Yeah, I had another question. What was the other question? Um, I actually have been a huge fan of 
Mr. Zed Gnarly here. Oh, oh. I do um, have a huge web presence. Oh, do you? You're big on social media? Yeah, I've been following him on Twitter uh-huh. for the past three years. And um, I just want to know, because it doesn't say on your Facebook what your relationship status is. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, my relationship is not on there uh, because I am available at the moment. Because, to be honest... I'm not on Earth that much, so I like uh, to keep, you know, like it's hard to be in, in a relationship, you know. But you know what, Mr. Zed Gnarly is looking to settle down, maybe on, uh, you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Were you right looking now, for like a date to a wedding or something yeah, along those lines? Go. Oh my God, I do have a friend getting married. Well, I can be the life of a wedding. He's very life. fun. He's or he cannot talk to anybody. Yeah, or I can be the death of a wedding too. It depends on what mood I am in. So he's so versatile. This really, yeah. early. It's really higher than twelve percent chance. Yeah, you got fifty-fifty. Oh, yeah. I'll take my chances. Extreme. Wow, Will you go with me. Sure, sure. Oh, yeah, that's I'll so cute. Well, yeah, love you connection know. here on Mystic yeah. Party. We'll connect you guys offline. Okay, we'll okay. get your number. What was your call? What was your name, caller? Um, my name's Melissa. Melissa oh, sounds Melissa. really attractive. Zed and Melissa. Wonderful voice. Okay. Yeah, I like Who knows? It. Who knows? Who knows? Well, I'm glad yeah. we worked that out. We'll get your number offline, Melissa, and we'll head it over, hand it over to Zed, and hopefully he doesn't ghost you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Otherwise, so otherwise, I don't want to end up in a situation where I got to give a box fan and a blanket fan. Yeah, that's a bad situation. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. No. You'll get married after that. That's what To Zane someone did. else. That's what Zane did. Okay, can we get another caller? Can we get a line four? Oh. Hi. Oh. Oh. A... oh. Hi, caller. Uh, uh, yeah. Where are you calling from? What's your name? Um, I'm calling from Cincinnati. Oh, hi. Cincinnati. What's your name? Uh, I'm sorry. Um, I'm kind of drunk right now. Oh, you sound it. Oh. I, my name is Marlene. But I really like listening to your podcast. Oh, good. Yeah, it's kind of a Wednesday morning ritual to have, uh, you know, vodka tonic and turn you on. Now, oh. are you a psychic? Because the podcast usually doesn't come out till Wednesday nights. Oh, my God, I am a psychic. Oh. Oh, neat. The things we learn about our callers. I have a prediction that that woman that just called is going to be having sex in outer space with Mr. Oh. Gnarly. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Yeah, this is quite a good Woo, show for you. Is it you. hot in here? Sex or did the air conditioning quite working? I don't know. I don't know. Wow. Cincinnati psychic. Cincinnati psychic. Any That's a good prediction. You That's have a great for us? prediction. Are you just calling just to tell us hi? It's somebody's birthday. Yeah, our stepdad. <laughs> It's our stepdad's birthday. It is. That's it true. Is. That's true. How did you know that? You're oh, a psychic. psychic. Wow, you're good. I just feel the vibes in the air. Uh-huh. And they talk to me. Uh-huh. Coming in the air tonight. Uh-huh. Now, did you have a question for Zed, or you just wanted to let him know he's going to have sex in space? That's it. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Neat. Well, thanks so much for calling. <laughs> well, I mean, call back any time. We're know, loving your predictions. It, yeah. Um, thank you, caller. Someone's w- going to have chicken uh-huh. for dinner. Oh, that's probably true. Uh, probably not me. I might. You might have chicken for dinner? Why not? You can Anything's on the table for might me. Might have it for lunch. Well, that is a yeah. good question. Now, do you serve space ice cream on your tour? Uh, we do, because we are out for 12 hours, so you need to have a meal of... You know, you can't just say, I'm hungry, after like 
12 minutes, I you know? Right yeah, you know? So uh, we do offer space ice cream. Uh, some people like carrots, so we have space carrots. Uh-huh. And uh, are those, like, just regular carrots? Yeah, we do put them in a vacuum-sealed bag just uh-huh. for, you know, aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Aesthetic? Aesthetic. We'll go with Aesthetics. that. Aesthetics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there we go. Um, and you know, we'll, we'll, we also serve in and out. We bring in and out from California cause there's one right down from, from the launch pad. Yeah. Uh, Island. so we wow. get that. Everybody loves in and out. That's the yeah. thing. Do you, do you ever have problems with farts after that? Um, we do, but let me tell you one thing, and it's actually on our brochures. We have a great ventilation system. Oh, so, because you are, I mean, it's not even just farts. I mean, sometimes you get somebody smelly. Just You're on this sh- thing for 12 <laughs> hours. You got to have a good ventilation system uh-huh. to up. rotate that air out. Yeah. Uh, make so people comfortable, it. you know? Yeah, is it loud, that ventilation system? No, it's like a regular AC unit. Oh, just yeah. like an AC unit. They yeah. Say, they say sm- space smells like cookies. Mm-hmm. Burnt cookies. Mm-hmm. Well, some people say it smells like a giant oven with <laughs> like of baked goods, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, sounds wonderful. It it is it is pretty good. I have mm-hmm. one more real quick, little off, but um, we know who the first peop- man and woman to have space space sex were. Who will who were the first two men to have sex oh. in space? Wow. Um. Uh, you don't know that question. Well, it hasn't happened on my bus yet. Oh. Yeah, you know. I know. Yeah, I mean, I'm with the guests most of the time, and there's not too. I don't know. There might be like a hand job from time to time, but <laughs> I don't. I don't think anybody could get away with doing the nasty on the bus with other guests. You know, it'd sure be they would difficult. notice. Yeah. Do you think on the International Space Station that for some people, for some Americans, it was the first time they kissed a Russian? Hmm. Um, I think so. I probably, you know. Yeah. I've never kissed a Russian. No. But, you know, this is what I say on my tours, too. Sometimes you've got to go to outer space to meet your neighbors. Yeah. You know, like, I have so many You're people who show. you just of space. Well, I you know, sometimes I get people from Australia, uh-huh. and I'll be asking, where are you guys from? And they'll be like, I'm from Melbourne. I'll be like, oh, cool. And then I'll meet somebody else, and they'll be like, oh, we're from Melbourne, too. And I'm like, oh, do you guys know each other? They don't know each they other. Don't. And they had to come all the way to outer And I feel that way about the Russians and the United States. And, you know, granted, we're not neighbors' neighbors. We're on other sides of the, the planet. But it's like, sometimes we got to go to outer space to meet our neighbors. Yeah, that's a great phrase. Yeah. Is that your... Um, is that your catchphrase for your for your your tour line? It's my catchphrase, and uh, might as well go and ha- go ahead and tell you this. It's the title of my book I'm writing. Oh, about, yeah, you're writing yeah. a book. Yeah, it's yeah, great. It's yeah. Really a lot good. of my mantras are going to be in there. Uh-huh. Yeah, great, good. great. I love a good mantra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we have another caller on the line. I'm going to get line five over here. Uh, yes, hello. Oh, hi, caller. Hey. What's your uh, name? Where are you calling from? My name is Stanley Peter, huh? and, and I'm angry. Oh, you're calling, but where are you That's call- a strong okay. emotion. I'm very angry oh. that you guys are letting this Zed just let out all this propaganda. Oh, hmm. do you know Zed? Oh, I know him. I live on Titan, and he dumps all over my property on Titan. Oh, uh, well, uh, I don't know about that. What do you I mean know dumps? About that. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know how he said the, the space smells like cookies? Yeah. yeah. Well, Sounds now my delicious. space smells like the dump that he's been dumping on my dump space. Are you saying that it's he's trash? been he's been putting solid waste onto your solid waste? How it's been twelve hours on a bus and he don't poop or pee? 
Well, I guess you probably do. He says you do. Although P is a liquid, last time I checked. Right, I right, right, right. And let's just be honest. Titan is a filthy planet to begin with, and your people ah, are terrible. You're that's... terrible. You have caused a lot of problems for our planet and our solar system in general. All right. Oh, I could even I could even point some fingers, although I'm not, about global uh, warming slash climate change. This is an oh. This is a, what have Titanians done to Earthians? Uh, you've given us a lot of attitude, just straight up attitude. <laughs> and if you're not careful, we're going to start mining your planet for coal. So just, I'm just warning you, these aren't my decisions. That, that, this is what, this is the kind of people you have on your program? What? Well, sometimes. People, corporate people. Oh, you know Look, what? we got to make I'm, a buck, too, sometimes. Let me just say something. These, okay. planet, these people of Titan are terrible drivers. They don't oh, know how to drive really? spaceships they cut me off like crazy. I you Titan citizens of Titan have put my people in danger on numerous oh occasions and cut me off. Now, Ugh. is Titan part of your tour? Uh What what is Titan? <laughs> I'm sorry. I Titan the... is the best moon of Jupiter. Oh, right, right. Mm. Yeah, because well, it has several moons. So we do go there. We do show uh Titan a little bit. Uh so it is part of the tour. All right. Uh, but right now, I'm considering taking it off the tour because it's become a huge, huge problem. Good. Please take it off. I'm tired of hearing your, your voice as I'm trying to go to sleep talking about how Titan has some of the greatest parks of any moon on Jupiter. Well, number one, you do have good parks. Uh, too bad you abuse them. Um, abuse them with playing football with my son? Yeah, but you guys are—you oh, guys are just so loud and filthy people. <laughs> oh, did no, I just, I'm sorry. You know what? I'm, Sir, yeah, caller, caller is calling in. I need to clarify a few things. One, are you an alien? I'm a Titanian. Yes, of course. Okay, I was just making sure. I don't know. I don't know much about Jupiter. Where are we talking about? The moons of Jupiter. Neptune. Mm. I don't know. Um, who cares? But now you. Have, but let's say, look, tourism is always a good thing. Tourism is great. You have people come, they spend their money, they enjoy your parks, they maybe decide to live there one day. You know, is that not a good thing? Yeah, it's a, it's a good thing. I just don't like the companies that take advantage of our of our lovely home. And is Zed Gnarly one of the worst companies? Yes. Hey. By far. I'd much rather have Starline. <laughs> Zed, where do you dump your poop and pee? Um, well, let's, let's just, let's get down to it then. Right on to Titan. Now, I do pay, I do pay a service fee, all right? You know, oh, in America, dear. if you go to an RV park, you can dump your sure. sewage out of your thing. You pay a certain fee, all right? You just put it in like a little thing, you attach a hose, and then it just goes right into, I assume, some massive poop and pee graveyard. Yeah, and that's basically what Titan is, all right? They cover, you know why they have good parks? And I don't talk about this on my tour, because we've had PR, but they're a giant sewage planet, and they put the parks on top of it. You know how sure, in New York so they built the landfills and they put a park on top of it? Yeah. That is Titan in a nutshell. Uh, that is Titan whole, in a nutshell. Well, that's unfair. Planet. We poop twice as much as you do. Mm. Well, that's, that that is correct. That is correct. Um, is there somewhere else you could dump it, or that's just the one place that's kind of convenient? Um, is any place really convenient? You I know? mean, can you not just let it loose in space? Uh, that's, you know, that's space garbage and space pollution. So oh. I don't want to be fined 
You know, that's the thing. And really, I am paying. I am supporting their economy on Titan every time I mm. dump my sewage. You know, yeah. this is a government issue that the people of Titan need to figure out on their own. Mm -hmm. I'm just using the elements and the manufacturing and the supplies that is there for my own good. So if you don't like it, you need to change your own planet. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, they've bad attitudes yeah. over there in Titan, it seems yeah. like. Bad that, attitudes. That's, uh, that's a pretty – that grunty mate is basically like a swear word. Yeah. Um, that's just uh, what they're like. means like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he said it. He said it's it. Right. Right. For me, saying fuck doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the one like, thing that doesn't like – You speak perfect English otherwise. Yeah, it's like saying bugger or bloody. Uh -huh. sure, sure, yeah. sure, sure. I'm glad you know the difference between American English and British English. Well, with Titanians, we have a very interest in Earth, so we study it mm. a lot. Now, have you taken Zed's tour? <sighs> You've yep. never taken it? No, I've taken it. I'm embarrassed to say. But it was only to look and see him and take notes. But let's, so charismatic. let's be honest. Did you have a fun time? Did you have? Did it feel it like you were wonderful. at a... It wonderful. I learned about the universe. <laughs> And then I saw my Titan, and it just made Titan look like a sewage planet. And I hated it. Did well, it? You know, I'm just glad he had a good... That's the point. I want people to learn and have a good time. So, you know what? Let's. I want to be a little bit nicer to Titan, although we have had a few problems. Uh, but I will offer any uh, citizen of Titan a 25% discount. Oh! Uh, through 25%. August. Through August. Through August. That's, That's so nice. sweet. I'll take 10. Take, you're going to buy 10 seats? Yes. Oh, okay, that sounds great, like such a great. deal. You know, angry color. Sometimes you have to go to space to find a friend. Is that what you said? Uh, okay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Very close. Well, thank you for calling. Um, you know, Zed, we loved having you on the show. Oh, it was we great being so here. We learned so much about space travel, intergalactic space travel. Um, and... Well, you're welcome back anytime. Oh, I'd love to come back. Yeah, you know, we appreciate your you know, funding. And... The How much does it cost to, to go? To For stay? a 12-hour tour with us, it's uh, $91. $91? It's a great deal. <laughs> deal. Great. And I got to be honest. We, uh, we do so much in 12 hours. The only tour longer than ours is the one on the USS Minnow. Oh. Oh, Gilligan Islands reference. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, yeah good. Had good. to spell it out. No, I like that you okay. did that. And I also like that you like discount it $9 from 100 so people can afford parking in Hollywood. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. For yeah. 12 hours of parking. Yeah, and we do validate. So it actually, you're parking, if you park in the Holly, Hollywood and Highland structure, Complex, yeah. it is $5 all day. That's great. With oh, validation that's great. from us. Oh, yeah. with validation. Yeah, yeah. What a deal. And you know, they have a pop of, a pop of beards in there. Oh, yeah, a, beer, beer? a beard papa. A beard papa. I don't even know what that is. Oh, well, you should check it out before you go next time. Maybe you could. It, it's uh, some puff, kind puff of. pastry with puff... cream in the middle. I've never oh. had it. I've never had it either. But I'm from. It looks like a. Japanese. It's a cute thing. little gnome, gnome on it. Okay, cool. Yeah, absolutely. I'll check it out. Oh, kinda... puff. What is it? It's, a, it's called beard papa. It has beard a, papa. It has a puff pastry with a little beard with a gnome on it. It looks like maybe a Japanese person invented it. I think so. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for coming on. Um, no if problem. Thanks for to, having me. You know, find you on your social media presence. Where would they go look? Uh, they can look up at www.gnarlygalactictours.com. Uh, <laughs> Great. Really? Um, www.gnarlygalactictours.com. Yep. That mm -hmm. sounds amazing. Mm -hmm. Sounds really amazing. 
Um, well, find uh, Mystic Party on Facebook. Like and subscribe. Um, like stuff on Feral Audio. Mm-hmm. We love Feral Audio. We love Feral Audio. They're very sweet. Listen to their other shows. They have some amazing shows. I love the new show Doughboys. Doughboys? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm going to do a little plug for those guys. Are you, are you on that show? No, I'm not. You I just, just like it. I found myself in in, in, enjoying it. I at first said, because what they do is they go to chain restaurants and I know I know Nick and Mike who do it. And I was like, why do I want to listen to a show about chain restaurants? Yeah. And I listened to it. And I was thoroughly entertained by it. Oh, and uh, are they reviewing the food at the chain? Yeah, restaurant? they go and they take it. Yeah. And That's I'm amazing. Always, yeah. And every time every time I'm like, do I really want to listen to a whole podcast about Outback Steakhouse? <laughs> And by the end of it, I'm like, that was great. Yes, I did want oh, to listen that's to great. it. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually interested in it. I think I've eaten at most chain restaurants. Yeah. Oh, they're I so good. I grew up in Texas. There's and, a, it's and, all oh, yeah, yeah. Are absolutely. there any chain restaurants that you have, you're like, I should have tried that one, but I didn't. I'll, well, I'll tell you what. Shakey's Pizza. I've never been there. I will say this. And if anybody's a Doughboy listener, if you listen to the latest episode about Chipotle. Oh, I love Chipotle. Yeah. And Mike Mitchell actually references me, but he doesn't out me because he said, I use Chipotle to lose weight, which I did at one point because oh. you can like figure out exactly what you want. And, they said, have the, and they have the calories on the menu. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So you can actually sort of do that there. But he didn't out me out. Uh, but he didn't say, oh, my friend uh, Zed Gnarling <laughs> lost all this weight doing that. But uh, what I after listening to that because I often on uh, go to Chipotle for lunch sometimes it's very convenient. Uh, it's not my favorite. It's like a great standard. But based on listening to that whole podcast, I've been doing a whole bunch of different variety when I've been in Chipotle. Like just. a Grandies. Yeah. Is the idea that they go in to get a bunch of different stuff from the menu, or they usually all get something different and sort of comment on it? So, uh. Yeah. Anyway, I enjoy the I enjoy Doughboys. Did one of them get guacamole or no? Um, yes, but they did tell, say a secret. I guess you should get the guacamole on the side because you get more guacamole than if you just ask for it on the bowl or the burrito. What? Yeah, great secret. Yeah. Listening to it on the way home. Yep. Well, thanks for coming on the show. We really appreciate. it. Thank you for all of our callers, and uh, we'll ain't see that America? Ain't ain't that America? <laughs> Audio. Want to hear your favorite funny people paired with wine? Want to just hear them whine about something? Hi, I'm Ellen Clifford. Hi, I'm Sean Buckholtz. We're the hosts of The Wine Situation. That's wine with an H. We've had Morgan Murphy. Drew Drogi. Brian Safi. Charlie Tanners and Camille Knox. Paul F. Tompkins and Janie Haddad Tompkins. Melanie Linsky. They all told us their wines. And we told them about wine. It's totally boozy study hall. So get it everywhere you find your favorite podcasts. That's The Wine Situation. Wine Wine with with an an H. H. Cheers. the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.